Hey guys, we're back. It's episode two. Kim and Poppy. Well, hello, hello. Right. So, um... Poppy, you had a really interesting week last week. I did. Wait, how was your Valentine's Day? I have to know. I was wounded. <laughs> I was fucking... They cut me. I had a surgery. I'm okay. I had a procedure. I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. Thank, Thank you for God. asking me. We could cover that later because I'm still uh, healing. But it was eventful, oh, to say the least. Very good. Well, at least you're healing. Mm. It's better to heal from a wound than a broken heart. Oh, my God. That's so good. That was good, right? That now, good. now I have to, yes. I have to start a slogan now. <laughs> that could be, like, the name of the episode. Yeah. Would you rather, like, heal from a wound or heal a broken or heart? Or a broken heart. Valentine's Day edition. That sounds like a TV show. <laughs> the possibility is that endless. Watch that smiles back. But no, I did have an interesting weekend because I went to um, Kim D's store posh. In Jersey. In Jersey. Where she, in Jersey? Uh, to be totally honest with you, I have not the slightest of clue. <laughs> I put no because I put the address I'll in. I'll look it up so that way everybody knows. I put the address in and I was just like, okay, let's go because I just wasn't. But it's like. Kind of like Franklin Lake area. Oh, nice. Like that kind of... It's a really cute town. Like you can park on all the side streets. And her two businesses are directly across the street from each other. So she's got Posh, her fashion store. And then she's got Posh Med Spa. That you could do oh. like Botox, lips. You get facials. They have CBD. They have everything. Everything. I actually just told... um The girl's name is Megan. Hi, Megan. I hope you're watching. I mean, hearing. But... um. I told her, I said, I want to get more laser done so I don't have to shave my face anymore. And she's like, I got you. I want to see that. Yeah, you have to come down. I it's hear great. a lot of amazing things about laser. Oh, yes. Laser. It's, it's in Allendale, New Jersey. It's at 99 uh, West Allendale Avenue in Allendale, New Jersey. We got to go. It's so nice. When I heal, we'll go. I bought so many. First off, I get to the... Because first of all, it was my friend Michael's event. He owns uh, a tanning salon in D.C. Man after my own heart. Yeah. Good. He's, I love him. He's the best. And so is his boyfriend. His boyfriend, uh, Kyrie's the one that spray tanned me. It was so funny. He was like, so do you want me to do your face? I said, yes. I said, do, do everything. Do everything. Like, okay. <laughs> the back of my ear. The back of my ears, my nostril, whatever you can hide so I don't look pale. And I had never met her before and I, and I was a little bit nervous because, you know, when you watch the show and you see how Housewives of New Jersey. When you know when people watch it, you see how the, her relationship plays with people, and it makes her look like a villain. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, "Is she gonna be a shit talker? Is it gonna be?" But you know what? I have to say, and I have to stick with my own opinion because, you know, I know a lot of people on that show that know her. But we hit it off. She was so nice. She invited me back um, for an event in March when I come back from vacation. And then I have, uh, we're going to do her fashion show. That's That'll be sick. in May. I think it's May 13th. Yeah, May 13th. I will clear my calendar. She was like, oh, yes. And make sure you guys follow Kim D on uh, Instagram because she uh, will have the tickets. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she does like a raffle and all this stuff. And I actually bought like two shirts. And it's just in time for spring, too. Just, yeah. And then I bought the whole box of, of all my cosmetics. I sold like a whole thing to everybody. 
amazing. They were in love with simplicity. Oh my God, let me see this. Let me see that. My friend Connie, she was in love with everything. She's like, oh my God. I posted it on Instagram. Everybody was damning me. What color is that? What color is that? What color is that? Okay, hold on. Fuck. <laughs> and that's the one you sell the most of. That's the one I sell the most of. It gives and me anxiety how much I sell that. When you did my makeup, we used that one. Yeah. Every, it's the perfect nude. And everybody loves it. So, of course, I sold some of that or whatever. It was nice. But now this lady walks in. I'm sorry. We'll go back. She says, my nurse is coming. This is Kim. I go, my nurse is coming. So I'm like, what is she talking about? My nurse What's is wrong coming. with her? So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what's, uh, is she sick? Something wrong? I don't know. Because I don't know her. We're, we're basically getting to know each other that day. And uh, she goes, no, she does the my injectables. I go, O-M-G. In love? I was in love because she said, oh, I just did a Botox flip. I said, what's that? Because you know me. I have law on my lips. I have wrist. I have everything. I don't even know what's in there anymore. <laughs> my lips are exactly the way I need them to be. They're perfect. Yeah. They look great. That I'm, little lift. That lift. so much. And it's amazing because people try to recreate that look. Do you know how frozen I feel? Oh, it's, it's I feel like now. like Joan Rivers. <laughs> Joan Rivers. This is all frozen. Frozen. And it's because she just had it done, Kim. She's like, it's the Botox lift. And I said, what are you talking about? So she explains it to me. And I'm like, oh, I would do that. You know, because A lot of people try to lift with filler. And instead, it, doesn't, it, it just, goes too fast. Well, that and I feel like the result I'm looking at on your lip versus you know pictures and things that people want and they go and they try to get a filler to do it it's not the same thing well because i had a, a doctor i only she only did my lips one time long story about that one but she only did my lips one time she told me instead of people always paying for a full syringe you should always start half and in my head i'm going what are you talking about kids like i'm giving you money and you're telling me to go half and she's like, well, because you gradually build collagen, right. so it stays. So I'm going, you know something? She's got a point. I go to the next person, half, half. The only time I had a full one done was I went to see Dr. Liederman. And we were talking so much about, you know, what I wanted to do. And she didn't want to touch my lips. Well, she saw what I, where I wanted it. But she was like, I don't want to touch no more. She said, because your lips are perfect. I don't want to do no more. And I'm like, just shut up and put the needle in my lap. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of my mind. She does it, like the, the bottoms, and she goes, shit. She goes, I have to do a little bit on the side to even it out. You know, well, the, like the underneath? Yeah, yeah, underneath, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people. To even the, the symmetry of the face. Mm -hmm. so, okay. I was the happiest person because when I left, my lips were like, they were so powdered out. I, I forget it. I was over the moon. Over the moon. They look great now. You just see that little pout face. That mm -hmm. is, they look great. They look great. I could just rest them. Like, I feel like the perfect picture is just pout your lip. I, um, I'm not a cheeser. Because I was under anesthesia. Well, that's the thing. My teeth are so fucking big that when I <laughs> smile, I feel like, look, like you the tablet is gone. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, and it's back. It's like a fucking magic trick. <laughs> so, wait. Uh, when I um when I went under anesthesia, they oh say God. that anesthesia eats the product out of your face. And I didn't know that. Yeah, I have no shame in talking about anything that I've done to my face, but I was a little concerned that Me everything either. would go at once, and it didn't really do much. But I'm looking forward to doing my lips again in a couple, maybe like um maybe a month. 
And when I do, I'm going to do the half a syringe. But I do notice that when I was getting them done in the beginning, the way that she shaped me, I was so ecstatic about because she kept going in here. I have a wide smile. So it, it worked out for the best. And that's why I get worried going to all different people sometimes because I'm like, you know, some people really just want bigger lips. For me, it's like I want the shape. They want the shape, yeah. And some people also, like you have a nice Cupid's bow. I know. So why? Where we don't really... It's, it doesn't affect us, but when people really don't have a Cupid's bow, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Well, you know, it's actually interesting because somebody asked me when I first started doing makeup, why, you know, didn't I put on, like, any lip colors or nudes? And I said, why Why would I do that? I said, if, my lips look the best when I put on chapstick or lip gloss. They yeah. look the best. You know, um... I mean, when I put matte on, it looks pretty. But, you know, like, I, I always forget, like, dude, if you, like, line your lips anymore, like, you, how big do you want your lip? I don't, I can't, I can't line them anymore. I feel like I, I love liner, but getting back to the glossy look, lip gloss, my hair gets stuck in it and I get really annoyed. So I started using lip oil instead and... I think it's a company called Ilia. It's a vegan brand. It's very clean. It's new. They recently have it in Sephora. Oh, wow. And they have a color that's a baby pink. I think it's called Be Romantic. When I use that on my lip, the oil eventually dies down. You know, you're running around, you're running errands, you're talking. If you're me, you're talking a mile a minute to everybody. To everybody. And then the color still maintains, which... I really like because it's almost the same benefit of wearing a long lipstick or a matte that stays on. That stays on. So it, it's, I like that a lot, that product. I was really impressed with it. And I have a ton of cosmetics. I know a lot of people in the cosmetic industry are always getting something. And to buy something, I have to really like it because it's not worth I've the done, money. I've done everything, everything. That's a good topic of conversation. Um, yeah, no, the, the, the levels of Hourglass actually has a lip gloss that is water resistant. And when you put it on, like you could go underwater with it and everything and it stays and it stays shiny. Oh, it's shit. amazing. When I would, when I worked at Barney's, which rest in peace, Barney's, oh, um, yeah, Barney's. I used to put it on my hand, like all the different shades and I'd run it under the water. Just to show people, you know... That it was waterproof. Yeah. Well, yeah, they like to say resistant, but... Now, if they can make something fellatio-proof, we're in business. We gotta come out with, like, some kind of clear coat or something that makes your shit just stay on. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Well, they, I guess that's why they use the clear primer, but... That would be cool to think you of something. You ever use an eyeshadow primer and then put your lipstick on? Yeah. I've never done it. It's not bad. No, I, I want to do it, but I'm like, I have no reason. No, <laughs> I, I always forget. I, I do makeup just because I, I just need to do it. I well, well like with the lip oil like it's a part stuff, of my I get day. worried that it's going to like clump up. I love makeup, but I get worried certain using certain things and then not being able to like fix it. Or if I'm talking to somebody and all of a sudden you get like the gross like around your lip and yeah. your dry lips. I find that that happens to me with certain things. So when that I try something... I like to know I can fix it if this is happening. Please. Um. Yeah. But yeah, no. 
actually, event. But it went well. So no. So then there's the lady comes and she said, you know, ask her about it. And me, Michael, he goes, come with me. Okay. You know me, I'm down for everything. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> stick the needle in me. I don't care what you do. I want it. I just have to get it done. So she's like, I know what you want. We can go, you know, on the top two corners of your lip and then two on the, you know, on your bottom lip. I go, that's it. It's one, two, three. I said, Michael, we have to do this. He goes, oh my God. He goes, I don't know, should I? I don't want them to be too, like, I, I said, no, you're going to get the perfect lip. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. He goes, all right, fine. Never gets his lips done. When I tell you, we were there like like uh, uh, like best friends, like literally hold on. I said, you want me to hold your hand? He goes, yes, please. <laughs> I even told the girl, I said, you're going to have to numb us. I said, because I've never had Botox around my lip. I don't know what that feels like. Did and I'm the numbing cream? Yeah. Nice. Because uh, if not, and I feel the pain, I'll, I'll punch you in the throat. So it's, it's just not going to work for me. So she goes in, she does his, and every single one he was like, hmm. Mm, like just grabbing on my hand for dear life I said relax you're not feeling anything right oh yeah I'm not feeling anything I was hysterical but I was like I have to be a trooper because I gotta hold his, I gotta you know hold his hand our friend Janine is there who's friends with his friend Connie and she goes oh my god you're crazy all of a sudden they get to me she goes, you numb yet? Ready to go. I don't care. I'm just like, ready to go. <laughs> she goes in here, here, fine. She went up here. I saw stars. And I started to tear. And Michael goes, are you sad? I go, no. I go, I just, you know, it just naturally does that. And she goes, yeah, it happens. Sometimes it's just a sensitive area. And it, you know, gets to your eye. Okay. She goes, the other one, done. Now I'm looking at Connie. She goes... Oh my God, you both, they look so good. She goes, how much is she charging? So I tell her and she goes, oh, I'm doing it. She goes right in the back. She goes, I want the same thing. Okay. Now we get her going. And now my friend Janine decides, she's like, should I do it? I'm going to do it. But now I'm a little nervous. I said, just get it done. And Connie just goes, you're doing it. That's it. You're doing it. She goes, oh my God. She goes, oh my God, I'm nervous. I've never done this. Never done. Everybody, we all came out slamming. We looked, yeah, we, we, everybody looked good. We looked good. Then she took us across the street. We met the girls at, at the spa. There were all the treatments I'm going to be doing there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pace, I know people in the industry. She's like, yes, you come on Saturday. You could do your facial. You could do this. I said, oh, don't worry. I'm going to be here constantly. Getting <laughs> stuff done because this I love. I Anything out. cosmetic, I, I'm down for. Yeah, it really is a nice feeling when you do things. And even the littlest thing gives you an uplift. Like, after surgery, I, I, I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. Wait. And I'm like, I gotta get my nails done. No, you know something. what's an interesting story? is The first time I got my lips done, I remember going with a person I'm not going to name. Because we're not involved anymore wasn't a relationship we were friends but go scratch and uh we went to get our lips done together and everybody asked me why do you because i already had full lips they've always been full i always had a good size everything because of my grandfather may he rest in peace and i said i want lips like my sister i have one of my sisters has like the perfect upper lip with the bow cupid bow out i said that's the lip i want 
She was like, I thought that was you. I said, no, that's my sister. I said, and those other lips I want, so get get to it. She does the whole thing, and I'm fine. This is the first time that I'm ever getting stabbed. So half of me was like, what if I feel the pain? I'll have a stroke. <laughs> I, I won't be able to handle it. Turns out, I really didn't feel any pain. And she told me, she said, oh, you go gradually, go gradually. I've done them five times. <laughs> yeah, I probably have done my lips, I think, four times. Yeah, I've done them five times. Some people, it, the, it, their body eats it quick. No, the last time I did it was in August. I, yeah, I don't have, typically have that problem, thank God. They, they stay. No, mine stay. It's just that when I... And like you, I always had full lips. I just... Making them a little bit bigger, but they still look natural. I love it. It's yeah that they. And that, if I want, I could throw a lip liner on, and I could be wow, and that's. And that's enough. Yeah. No, I've always liked everything big. The I like the um, the Morphe lip liner. I guess because I mean, eventually, we'll put uh, Jen, my best friend, that that Jen. I was gonna tell. I said, come on the podcast, and we'll yeah. talk about like old like high school memories. Because she knows me almost 13 years. We've been friends for 13 years. That's a blessing. Uh, yeah, she's she's one of a kind, let me tell you. That's one deck of cards you don't want to fuck with. Let me, let me just throw you right in. It's really right in. nice when you can maintain long-term <coughs> relationships like that. It's, and it's very rare. But she's known me through my whole phase. Like She remembers when we first met, and I was a freshman in high school. I had a... I was, a little chubby, but I always had a big butt. I always had a big butt. Like, I didn't have to get anything done. It didn't go down. I mean, it was like a woman's ass. I just, I, there's no other way to say it. It was a huge ass. And I had this one dude that I didn't know. Like, I knew him, but we weren't like buddy-buddy. He always used to run down the fucking lockers and he used to smack my ass. And you would think that normally it would have bothered me. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> Like, it's nothing. And she's like, and she actually, as she don't admit it, but she likes to touch my butt a little too old, a little too much. A little too much. I think this thing died. Oh, no. We have a light. We have a light. Okay. Yeah, well, nowadays, I mean, people put their ass everywhere. It's like a fucking, their platform. Well, people, mm, I guess it depends on what platform we, we're going with here. It's true. They're like, hey, I have nothing to say, so check this out. Check this out. <laughs> These people that go viral, sometimes I look at their videos and I ask myself, why don't I just go on live and just scratch my ass for everybody <laughs> and watch me get 4 million fucking views in four days and I'll be on Ellen. I'm dead. Because people do stupid shit, and they blow up like Krakatoa. Yeah, it's true. Like Krakatoa. Look at the fucking girl, like, Jen, when she calls me, she has that Go Bestie song. I fucking hate that song, by the way. Because I'm like, listen, you know, even though we were raised in the hood, we don't have to, we don't always have to let people know that. Okay, yeah. that's a switch that goes on and off. I don't need people in my job to hear me. Go best friend, that's my motherfucking best friend. <laughs> One time they went off in my office, I almost chucked my phone from one end to the other. Take it off. No, I, no I won't do that. See, Sometimes I just put it on vibrate. Better off. I'm better off. Even better. 
Because I have too many ringtones to people. my phone rings. The only person I probably ever gave a ringtone to was my mother. Which I don't even know why I added the anxiety. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I guess instead of wondering who's calling and knowing right away. I was like, okay. We know who it is. But I, that's like to everybody. I do the same thing. Um... When my Aunt Maria calls me, uh, that Whitney Houston song comes on. Oh, it's not right, but it's okay. And every time it comes on, Jen will be like, there goes Maria. And I'm like, here we go. I guess that is nice. It gives you a hype. Yeah, it gives you a hype. It gives you a hype these days. Yeah. <laughs> hype man needed. Actually, I want one of those. I was thinking maybe a hype man, like when I'm doing like a, an event, like in, like when I did New York Fashion Week. New York Fashion Week. I needed a hype man. I needed cigarettes. I needed Patron. I need. I need everything. I was. I did. If I remember correctly. I did at least sixty. At least sixty models. Wow. And how long on each face? About forty minutes. Because we have, you know, we already had the looks done. Like, you know, some of them we did like a different lip, a different. Because. I dealt with, which is actually kind of cool because I had the experience, like people who are in the industry would understand. Like I had every color. I had, you know, I had, I worked with, with plenty of, you know, white girls. I had Spanish girls. I had a, a, you know, a black girl. And it was just so cool to play with each face. Okay. I found it like to be so like, wow. When I did, I did a fashion week um, tryout. Something stupid, but I... The model that I had was, her complexion was really dark, and the tools that were given to us, I, th I looked at her and I said, this blush isn't going to work for her, this shadow isn't going to work for her, this highlighter isn't going to work for her, and I wound up going into my own bag, because I'm very olive, and I usually have a spray tan, so my colors are, are a little deeper. Are deeper. And funner, you know, color to, to work with, because the thing is with color... You can always use a little bit and gradually grow with it. You don't have to use, you know, a lot of pigment at once. So I like deep colors and I really love NARS for his blushes and his shadows and that sort of thing. So That's luckily, why I told you I like that. When you start light and you build your face, it comes out perfect. It comes out so much better. So much better. in control and it's an art. And I feel like... You know, society kind of runs with it because of how big cosmetics, the cosmetic industry is and the amount of products on the market. It's really a matter of you are an artist and everybody is good as an artist. It's, everybody you know, has their own way of doing things and we copy each other and we learn from each other because it is a creative project it is not a competition it is not a who's better especially with the internet i get frustrated because you know i've been in the stores and i've started at the bottom and i've been in situations where girls come in with certain things and they're like i want to look like her and i'm like you realize that she is so edited that you're giving me a magazine here to work with and if you look at like candid pictures of the people that we love like Kim K and J-Lo. If yeah. you look at their pictures or them on set with the right light and then you look at them in person when they do like the candid shots and they try yeah. to shade them. But you know what? That's what makeup is. And and on camera versus in real life is always a very different thing. It's a different thing. 
different animal. And, and people don't get that. You know? you know, it's so funny. I was having a conversation with a, a family member of mine about my cosmetics. And she's like, "What? where did Hue Cosmetics come from? And I was telling her that I was just brainstorming with my aunt. And I was thinking about Hue and what it meant and fancy shit. And came up with it like... Literally, I think it took 25 minutes. It wasn't long at all. When my logo was made, everybody was like, oh, there's lips. And, you know, everybody I know has big lips and whatever. I said, listen, I said, I'm known for having big lips. Even before I even had them done. Okay? That's what I was known for. Having big lips and a big ass. That's what I was known for. Anybody from high school and up will know that. Even my best friend, if she was here, she would say the same shit. She better anyway. (laughs) And... You know, I, I said I wanted to be Brooklyn because just because I live where I live in Staten Island, I'm like, I, I, it's not where I'm from. I don't want my line to represent false advertisement. I'm not from Staten Island. And Brooklyn and Staten Island are two very different, very different places. Maybe, uh, and I guess, and culturally, maybe not so much, but planet wise, different, totally different. And so I had it like street made. I have the lips, I have, uh, you know, the Hue Cosmetics, and I have. Um, I came up with Enter the Beauty Vault at the bottom because it gives everybody like a different dimensional way to look at the makeup. You know, I just I just had a thought um, on something that you and I had discussed prior and I want to take this opportunity while we're I feel a question coming on. No, it's 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 not really even a question for you. It's a question for people who are listening. Oh, I think that people who are listening, if you are interested in doing a photo shoot come springtime in Brooklyn if you want to do a little makeup if you want to you know really uh not help us reinvent because there, there's no but maybe revisit that That's type a- of atmosphere I think it would be really cool and I think we can we can make it really creative and you know artistic I'd be down I'm always down. Yeah, me too. I think always coming up with these types of things. It's fun. Having things to do, like marking up your calendar and running around. What else is there to do? Well, I hate to tell you, but my calendar is (laughs) nonstop. Because I'm always, like, working on something. Like, it's so funny because Jen today, she's like, what do you mean you're never on the phone? She goes, you're on the phone 24-7 all day. And I'm like, well, it's because I'm I'm always trying to build it. There's so many hats that I wear. You know, I own a business. I, you know, I do YouTube stuff. Like, it's so much shit that by the time I'm done, I'm, I just want to hang my hat and be a bear and disappear for a month. But you have to be so consistent that you can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to be so consistent. You can't afford to go into the cave. But like I said to Jen, I said, today I'm going to bed at 8.30. <laughs> my fucking ass. It'll be 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm hungry. I I don't know what happens to me. At night, I'm like a fucking vampire. Well, I think that the adrenaline rush from doing what you love and having things to do, that's what gives you life. If you didn't have those things to do and you weren't chasing something that really meant a lot to you, Mm. yeah, you could sleep all day because you have no reason to wake up. Well, you know what it is? When I started the business... I, it's funny because I thought about it for a while and I knew that doing it was going to be so like, I knew I knew the work I was going to have to put in. But I was like, you know, after I, I did that show, 
I ended up, like, I was getting calls from MTV consistently. I'm talking dating shows, talking about, am I having any issues with family members? Like, crazy shit. I'm like, what do you people think I am? A fucking phenomenon of problems? Chaos. Like, do you think my life is loving hip-hop? Because if they, if it is, I don't want you. I want Mona Scott to call me so I can get the $400,000 check. Like, I'm so serious. So, it, like, after I started getting it, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And at the time, of, I think I knew, I don't know. When, of course, I, I know the, the regular girls, you know, I, you know, I could reach out to Karen, Renee, and any of them. And, and thankfully, we're, we have, all have that kind of relationship where I can call and be like, hey, can you do me this favor? Like, Renee, we, we were just texting about a, a business venture that we were going to get into with a slim fit company. And that helps you lose weight and all this shit. And I said, you know, I, let me know a day. I want to, you know, send you makeup. She said, no, just come and do it. She goes, and we'll post it. And we'll edit a video, which we actually did. <laughs> but she's uh, always, her phones are, are like toys to her. All the time. So it ended up going missing. So I told the next time we'll film it, I got the ring. I'll use my phone. I don't want to hear it. But, I mean... <laughs> That ring is great. Or, but I mean, all the events that I go to, that's what built it. That's what that what continues to build it because I have to go out and I have to speak to people. I have and build, to yeah, and build your relationships. and build your relationships. That's the problem with with this everybody in this world today. They don't know how to fucking communicate. You're hundred percent right. They don't know how to communicate. I, I sometimes have word vomit, which is a problem. But I also when I go to these places. A perfect example, when Housewives of New Jersey, by like season eight, they switched the cast. So they ended up having this girl, uh, Jennifer, on it, and this girl, Jackie. I met Jackie once. I know Jennifer Aiden, like, wow, she's like a, reg, like a really good friend of mine. Like, she had, her house has 16 bathrooms. I only saw one, but it has 16 bathrooms. I was like, I feel like I'm in the Taj Mahal. I'm in love. And she actually is one of the sweetest girls, but we didn't know each other. And my friend Chrissy was running the event. She was on Love and Hip Hop, like maybe I think the fourth season. And um, we just, she was like, Oh, you have to meet my friend. She also calls me Poppy. Everybody calls me Poppy. It's either Lou, Louie, or Poppy. Nobody what calls you, me anything what else. Like I, I don't know. I'm I used feel to. Like Poppy just, you're, you're your own entity. <laughs> like, you bring, you bring it, you know? You bring it direct. And I just think that Poppy. Is a catchy name for you. I, I, I know it is, actually. It's kind of stuck. And a friend of mine made up made that name for me. Other than that, everything was Louie. You know, because that's, you know, that's my name. But if they say Louis, my fucking heart starts to pound. I'm like, that's my father. <laughs> I'm like, let's not, <laughs> let's not go there. Because I'm actually the third. It's my grandfather, my father, and me. So, no. I love it. And my, and my grandfather was Puerto Rican, and we didn't even call, we didn't even call him Louis. We called him Lila. Ask me what that means, I don't know, but that's what we called him. You know, so everybody has their own shit, but like, real. I just stick to Kim. Everybody calls me Kim. Like, never Kimberly. No. It's just Kim. What else are you going to call me? Okay. <laughs> KO. Kim Orlando, KO knockout. KO. Oh yeah, you see? 
There's your nickname going live with KO. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start knocking people out of the second stick. Please, that's like the story of my life. I call this poppy did, all the time and never call you Lou. Yeah, I never know. The only one that really calls me Lou is like friend wise would, would probably be Jen. She's always like, Lou, I need this. Lou, I need that. Like, and I'm before like, I hung out with you, who was it? I think uh, the girl, Sapphire. She was like, oh, you know, Poppy is coming by. I'm going to see Poppy. Or, and I'm like, we're going to get Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God. Poppy. Like, okay, <laughs> hang out with Poppy. And I did. And we had a great time. And we, like, yeah. Because I've always been fun. I like to have fun. You do. You're like never a Debbie fun. Downer. No. Like if I'm down and out, you're up and ready. I'm always ready. Let me tell you this. I, I, it's a funny story. I was in Jen's house because we have this thing like every weekend when, when I'm off, I go over, we get whacked for two days. <laughs> and then the Sunday, we we just stay in bed. It's like a ritual. Like and we just don't move and we watch fucking movies while she's like, ah, bang, ah, bang. Meanwhile, I'm the one that's up like, who's at the door? Who's doing this? What's that? Like, Because I, I can't help myself. But that day, I bought Patron. She had friends over. And they're drinking some fucking drink that I wouldn't drink if you gave me four cents. Because it was a cheap bottle of liquor. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that. So they're drinking and drinking. And I said, I want Patron. So she knows me. We're throwing the shots of Patron down. Hiding the bottle. I said, I'm not giving these motherfuckers my Patron. It cost me $55. You said, out of your fucking mind. I, but no, if I'm going to get drunk, I'm getting drunk <laughs> off my own shit. You can go and fuck yourselves. Back and forth, back and forth. Now I'm a little bit whacked. I go into the freezer. Where's the Patron? I was a sick, sicko. Jen, Jen, what's the matter? Where's the Patron? Where's the Patron? I left it in the freezer. Where's the Patron? We were, we were screaming like sickos back and forth. I, I'm whacked. Don't realize that the fr- that the refrigerator is not the freezer. So now I'm I'm oh I'm I'm, bl- I'm blaming everybody. I know oh, your fucking friends took it. The Patron is missing. I'm I'm blaming everybody. I said, did you take it? I'm like, what's the fucking problem? Yeah, I was out of my I mind. Pop yeah, I was ready to pop a vessel. That's how bad it was. I said, I have to calm down. I'm going to, all the Botox in my forehead is going to dissipate. And then she opens the refrigerator. She goes, douchebag, it's right here. I said, oh, how'd it get there? You sure you didn't put it in, in the inside of the freezer? That's a possibility. She said, you're a douchebag. And then gave it to me, took a shot, and I went back into her room. I said, okay, I'll just go and fuck myself. But those are the kind of memories that we have. Because that's how I am. I'll just be random. I have, I have to be. I can't live life like too much scheduled because my life is scheduled. So when I get a chance to not have one, I go absolutely insane. Sometimes I think about what I need in my life. Like, I... Vacation? I, I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like prior to, you know, the haymaker that was kind of thrown into my life a few months ago... I was always ready to go away, and I love going away. But I'm like, do I want stability? Like, do I want to date people seriously? And I started thinking to myself, like, what is the common denominator? Who am I always dating that I'm not, you know, know, that I'm turned off by fucking dating? And I'm like, I have to say, I'm I'm done with Italian men. I'm (laughs) I'm fucking done with them. 
I'm done. What's wrong with Italian men? I have to hear Listen, this. Listen, there might be a lot of things right with them. I'm, I'm Italian. That's my culture. I was raised that way. My family's Italian. I was going to say, every person I, in your life, there's always a Tony Soprano. So you cannot tell me you're not used to that. I don't want to hear it. No, it's not even a matter of being used to it. It's just, I guess, a matter of my preference. Particularly like, I, I guess, there, there's always something more important. There's always like a plan and then they're late. They don't do it right. I'm like, what is happening with Italian men these days? I don't think it's Because that. they weren't always like that. I think they're just babies. Right, but They have see, to be looked after. And that's great for somebody that wants to be like a mommy. I typically don't. I have more of like a princess thing about me. And it's like, I treat myself like I am the utmost fucking most important thing. See, I... me be, being a house husband well, comes to me very naturally. Everybody has their things, but wait. I treat myself like I'm fucking royalty and I do whatever the hell I want to. So, and I, I've i been with a lot of guys that, yeah, I didn't have to work. I could just do this. Or, and, and it was just a chapter of my life. Like you, I like to be busy. And, you know, yeah. it... It didn't really work for me anymore. And I think that I'm going to, I don't know. I had a good experience dating a Jewish guy. I think that that might be better for me, personally. Jewish have a lot of money. But you know what? What they say about Jewish guys is true. Like, they fucking adore you. Yeah, but they're also, I mean... So you're going to, basically, you're going to convert because you can't stay. I'll convert. Listen, if it means that I don't have to get annoyed, I'll fucking convert. Get the fuck If out. I'm happy, I'm going to convert. I, no, I, listen, I, I had the Puerto Rican, married him, douchebag, out the door, loser, can't, like, been there, done that. It did absolutely cock for me. This is why I always tell people, like, the thing I most want in life, forget you know, even though I'm thankful for reality TV deals and shit like that. But I was like, the thing I really, really want to do is write a book. Because nobody believes the things that have happened in my life, in the course of my life. Okay, just tell us one thing. <sighs> one thing. I want to hear a story with the Puerto Rican guy if you want. Oh, that I could give you a good story. But you know, I'll give you one thing about me that most people don't know. Is that I have been engaged seven times. Wow, I think we need a whole episode. <laughs> and I want to know what the secrets. I'm sure everybody else wants to know what the secrets. Oh yeah, you. listen. All my close friends have always asked me, always asked me, how the fuck? I said there's so much more to it than people think, but I've always been uh, the like they cling to me. I'm like the magnet, you know. I can't explain it. <laughs> I mean, no, I like my Italians. I'm sorry. You I, date a Jewish guy? No. I've dated... I've, 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 well, perfect example. When I met my ex-husband, we saw each other. He invited me to his house. First time I meet him. Gives me like a five-minute hug. I thought I was going to get raped. <laughs> I was so nervous because I was like, I don't know him, but yet your face, I was like, oh my God. Good looking. I think it, like two days later, he asked me out. It was official. And a month after dating, I got proposed to. Wow. And then five months later, I tied it. <laughs> that lasted a year. 
Yeah, in a short period of time, I've lived a lot. Like, I have enough stories to... They'll be like, what the fuck were you doing? I was engaged to an Italian guy, very Sicilian. His mother, nightmare. She still haunts me. It's been fucking years. This woman, if I had a conversation with her... Oh, God. And he wasn't present, the... Her transitioning that conversation to him was completely different. I was like, is there something wrong with me? Am I mental right now? Like, how? No, it's just, no. The, the it, flip, I was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. But I, I mean, just that alone was, that, that drove me nuts. No, see, I can't, because to me, like, even with, with my honey now, I always tell him, because he loves to watch The Sopranos, I'm not kidding. He'll watch every season over and over. And I'm like, you're giving me a fucking migraine. But when I watch the show, I go, you're Tony and I'm Carmella. <laughs> you made macaroni out of water. Bring it to go fuck yourself. And next thing you know, you're just madly in love. Like, that's just, that's just the Italian culture. And I'm just so, uh, you know. You know. It is. And dealing with him is so much easier, like on a Sunday. That's why I love when football's off the air, I want to drop dead because there's nothing for this motherfucker to watch. So, you know, I mean, he watches like basketball if it's on and, you know, baseball, I guess, for conversations Mm -hmm. with his boys. So he likes hockey, the fucker. He should work for ESPN. But when football's on, Sunday I can make the sauce, the meatballs, the whole thing. He'll just sit in the room. Watch the thing, eat, drink all the beer, and I could do whatever I want. I could tell him that I'm going to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro, and he'll tell me, okay, have a nice time. <laughs> and it works for me. Like, you know, as long yeah. as I always tell people the two most important rules to maintaining a relationship is feeding your fucking man in a way he's going to enjoy, and to fuck your man as often as possible. Yeah. Because then they get irritable. I feel like that across the board is important, you know, no matter what your culture is. But with especially with Italian men, I feel like I just from seeing my family and you know other people around me, that is a very common rule. Two common rules. Two common, and yeah. I didn't always live here. I grew up here. I'm from Brooklyn. Grew up in Staten Island. I left here and I traveling left. the world, child. No, I I lived in Miami and then I lived in Vegas. And when you are, and, and I was in my early twenties, so it was pretty impressionable for me as an individual to see how people live and how different people can be in different places. So the, I mean, people are Italian or Spanish or whatever everywhere, but especially in Vegas, everyone's so American and. I grew up with craziness. I dated craziness. <coughs> I have a crazy streak in me. I of course every Italian has a crazy streak. At, but I'm tired of it. Like I don't typically. I'm at a point where I'm like, oh no, fuck, <coughs> fuck this, fuck this, because I have. I, I get into a point where I want to like set everything on fire. So instead, oh, no. I say. I need somebody who's a little bit calmer, makes me a priority, and I'm happy. I don't think I have the strength <coughs> to let to let it go. Oh, what a, a, a problem? Yeah. No, of an Italian, I just can't do it. Oh. I'm already. So, I can't. Like I've I've had them all. I've I've had French, 
if I, if I black, if I, the only thing I haven't had is, is like a Muslim or a, a Asian, I haven't had French. I, well, no, I'm lying. No, I had French. I just said that. The other two I never had, but I dabbled. I had enough problems. Thank you very much. But I, <laughs> you know, <coughs> it's funny because every territory there is where people are like, oh, you're stereotyping. And I'm like, no, I'm not because it is a common thread and every culture has it. In every it's culture. It's just a matter of you as an individual, what you want to deal with and what you can deal with. And <coughs> excuse me. I know what I want. I'm at a point where I've had so many different, you know, it's like you try a bunch of different things and you find out, you know, this is what I like. It suits me best. See, my favorite movie was always The Godfather. So I was, I was meant to be the old lady that grows to be 90 years old and still makes sauce and gnocchi from scratch. Well, my favorite movie is Casino and she... Ginger went and found a very successful Jewish guy. You have it all figured friends. out. She fucking chilled or whatever she wants. She tied a kid to the bed. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm never something like that. But, <laughs> you know, I looked at that and I was like, oh, that guy always looks sharp. Always looks nice. But I don't know. Sometimes the, the Jewish guys, they dress, they all dress like Larry David. It's like, you know, you know that this is a successful Jewish guy. I can't believe you just said Larry David. He, he looks like fucking Larry David. His sneakers are oh so Oh my clean. God, I'm dying. They're always clean. They're always clean. Everything's always like new and nice, but they're not sharp. They like cool colors. <laughs> they like brown and shit. Like everything's brown or like an off sable. I'm like, I, I don't know. It's to me, it's like I don't care what the fuck you're wearing. You care about what the fuck I'm wearing. I used to care what they were wearing and be like, oh, you're so hot. And then, yeah. No, I care. See, I'm sorry. I, I can't know. do it. And, and I no, feel- no. Like, I give you a perfect example. When I'm home in my house, Mike's home. Everything is sweatpants, the shirt. Our bellies are out. We're eating Krispy Kremes. Like, we're being Simpsons life <laughs> to the core. Okay? But when we're going out, the Faha comes on. I wear the tightest jeans possible so I can't breathe. I wear the t- like not the tightest shirt because I you know I don't need my stomach no, but to I show. Think I'm with it. But I love spanks and shit. But I'm no no I, I love the spanks. Fuck out of here. But I put it on and I, the face is done. And Michael's like, do I look good? And I'm looking at him like, if you're one shot, motherfucker. That's one thing I tell. I give you. He can dress like. And, and for you, that's important. For me, that's... A, you know why? Because you know when to do... Like, you could turn it on, you could turn it off. Like, when we had the premiere party, he came in a nice suit. Do I look good? I was like, man, if I wasn't going to this, I'd rip it off. I love that. And I think it's so important. I was I like, oh. What, I have felt that way about a motherfucker, and then you're going to ruin my life. I don't want to have to fucking... Eat some shit that you're going to throw at me because you look good. Do you know I'm, what I I'm just weak. thought about? I'm, listen, I'm going to be very <coughs> honest with you. If I think that your looks come before other things, first of all, it's not going to last that long because I need to be mentally stimulated. I like a smart guy. I like a guy who's an overachiever. I like a guy who's going to fucking, you know, murder whatever it is that he's doing. And it doesn't matter what he's doing it in. I really respect and appreciate a man like that. But if you think that you're going to look good and you're going to fucking torture me, this isn't going to work because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so that's why for the, it's probably better for the Italian men if I don't continue to date them. Oh, so basically you're going to go uh, uh, Bobbit style if you continue 
I'm gonna be on fucking. You're gonna be. You're gonna be Lorena Bobbitt. You're just gonna end up killing one of those motherfuckers. You know what? I never. I never caught a charge. I never got in trouble in my life. And I'm not about to start doing that now. So. Me either. But I was always a fighter, son. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying they get me to a point where I'm like I don't want to deal with you. And then God forbid I have a kid with this person. I want to deal with the guy who is like opposite of that. And maybe. All the years of dating, I mean, when did I start dating? Do you know the idea I just came up with? What? We should totally get it filmed. We should go on, you know, those dates that they have that you do the table dating. Yeah. And you meet people. Hi, how are you? I would die for you to do that. I'll do it with you. Just just for the shits and giggles. I'll be be like, my name is Jerry and I work in clocks. Well, that's pretty good. I thought that right off the bat. I'm I'm down. So what do you do for a living? I'm a pornographer. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about a really good lie as I go. I'll probably just say that I'm an out-of-work hairdresser. I'm the one that knows how to <laughs> lubricate your dry engine. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so good on camera. Yeah. See their facial I'm the only person that would think of something like that because to me, that is funny. Like I, I said to Jen, I said, one day we have to do something like that just so we could laugh at the end and get extremely whacked because we'll, we'll die from the laughter of the fun we're going to have. Hi, my name is Geraldine. Hi, my name is Mark. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a musician. Oh, you know, I'm an artist. Oh, that's nice. What did you draw, Picasso? You know, something to that effect. And then, like, die of left. Okay, next. Yeah, not interested. Bye. I'd be like, why are you here? What'd you do to her? Yeah. Why'd you? So, what'd you do? How long have you been single and why? So, you ever made love to a man? No. Do you want to? I'm obsessed. That's bad boys. That would be good. I'm going to try J-Date. See what happens. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to go out of my way. No, you should do that. Just for a giggle. You know... I don't typically like. I'll be very honest with okay, you. Okay, so wait no, before no, you no, even. I'm about, I'm about to say something. Okay. Right now. I met the best Jewish guy ever on Match, like fucking years ago, and it was the first person I matched with, and it was like the only person. After that, I was like, I don't even want to bother with this fucking thing. But after that, and seeing how people are on the internet and dating and shit. And, People don't take this serious. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Leave me alone. And that's it. But I did. That's that's what I think put put the, you know, put the thought in my head. A menorah is not (laughs) Manischewitz. (laughs) My table. What is he saying? Fucking. Yeah. Is that what how they say it out here? No, Joe Pesci says in Manischewitz is a funny on my I always love Joe Pesci. It cracks me up. That's another one of my favorite movies. I used to watch it with my father all the time. All the time. But now I got to ask this question. This is the last question because we're like 51 minutes in. Woohoo. But so would you, you, so you actually think that dating apps are good? Like we're going to, like the next podcast, we're going to have to discuss this more in depth. I think that. More and more as time goes on, and I'm talking about the majority, I'm not talking about the people that may be normal, I'm talking about the majority when you go on there, 
people are forgetting who they are because of social media. So they are putting themselves in a position to meet someone that, and then they have no courage to meet them. They're all over the fucking place. And, and you're, you're posting pictures with your grandmother in a hospital bed. Why are you extorting this woman? Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah, no, I have to and, agree. You know, Do you know, I've never used the dating app once. You never needed to with your seven fucking <laughs> But for the rest well, of I'm us definitely... that, that do, and it's like, I don't want to fucking do this. Actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Next Monday, that's going to be our topic. I'm going to discuss the book that I was writing. Now, I'm not going to give it all away, but let's say the book went missing for now. And we'll discuss how that happened. And then I'm going to tell you one juicy story about an engagement of mine. And how one of the rings ended up inside of the ocean. Oh my god, you pulled the Titanic. I pulled the Titanic move. Can we do this next week? Maybe we should go and get a dating app each, right? We'll go on a dating thing. And we'll just fucking talk to people <laughs> and we'll find out like you know we'll, we'll try to be as normal as possible i mean you could you, you're you're funny so maybe you want to fuck around with them a little bit and say some stuff it's oh god humorous. i'm but gonna have to I'm think of a good to, name from like from a woman's point of view that's really fucking tired of dealing with nonsense i'm gonna be like hey you know what do you do what do you like to do and see what happens between both oh that's a good experiment and I, th- I think that we should see and um, you know who's perfect for this conversation? Jen. Let's do it. Because she's Jen, done that. Let's ask Jen if she wants to come. She'll definitely yeah. come, yeah. Oh my God, and we'll talk so about fun. it. So we'll have a topic about that. And then um, actually, if we, have, if we get enough people, then once I start with that story with, you know, with the uh, engagement and everything, then we'll start letting all the questions come in. And then I could let certain things out. Because even though the book died there, it doesn't mean the book wasn't started again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I want a book at one point. But it, it, I have to well, figure it out. If you're just talking about certain things and the book is so much bigger than, you know, what, you're, what, I, I what could, you're giving. It'll be a great introduction, to say the least. To say the least. I have to say, it'll be a good topic of conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Have we covered everything? I think so. Like, well, we, we can keep going, so we have to close we out. We have to close out. But we thank everybody for listening. And actually, we also have um, an Instagram that I opened up before. I have to kind of switch it up now that we've started the, you know, Mondays with Poppy and Kim. But you can actually follow us. It's, I think it's underscore chronicles with certified poppy chulo okay yeah and and i'll try to post it on there on my page back and forth so make i only sure... run three social media pages so <laughs> make sure that you tune in with poppy and kim thank you have a good night